1: So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age, and that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Here we go. Uh, Come
2: on,
0: Bobby. Bobby Transmitting right. across America. Turn it up. Hey, this is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, uh, welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, you watch Stranger Things, the new season?
1: No, but my daughter did.
0: Massive. I don't watch it. I like season one and even season two, but for some reason I just stopped watching it. I'm not even a hater. Yeah. I kind of wish I'd hung in there, but now there's so many other shows I don't want to get involved in this one. But the big story is... There's a song called Running Up That Hill, that's an old song, and the artist has made so much money off of it. So, it's Kate Bush, and it's played from back in the day, because Stranger Things is set back in the 80s. So, because this song is massive again, she's made so much money, like millions of dollars in streaming. That's cool. Yeah. So, it's a really cool story. And so, if you go back though, here's the question for you guys. And so, I don't want to do a spoiler here. But the character on the show is 15 years old. This song is on. It's her favorite song. What about us here? What is your favorite song when you're 15 years old? Can you go back to that year? Because I have mine. I'll give you a second to think about it. So I was 15 in 1995. And I was kind of in that weird stage of kind of alternative and country at the same time. And so Clay Walker and love Clay Walker but This Woman and This Man 1995 oh yeah jam you forget how much you love this song until it comes on and I sing this one really good in the shower right in my right in the vocal range so this is 1995 my other two are I was a massive Hootie and the Blowfish fan Hold My Hand oh come on oh yeah like their first monster song knew every word in love with Hootie. Still in love with Hootie. In love with Darius. Kiss him on the lips right now. Love Hootie so much. <laughs> Played that Cracked Review record so many times. It, the tape. Like the song titles were starting to fade out. Because I would just flip On the, the tape. actual tape? It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so this, and then Cheryl Crow, Strong Enough. Are you strong enough to be my best? Tuesday Night Music Club. This record that it was on. Album. It's amazing. I still think it's amazing. So 1995 for me... Those are those songs. Naomi, I've given you a little time here. 1995 for you, what do you got?
1: Well, so in 96, I was 15.
0: Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, thanks for, reminding yeah, me. for everyone. Yeah, right. I'm
1: a year younger than you. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I should be a Mensa. Yeah. Yeah. Go
1: ahead. I was either listening to Tupac or George Strait, and so I got to go with Carried Away. I get
0: carried away by the look, by the light in your eyes. 15 so years old, right. carried away. Eddie?
3: Oh, man, this is a big year for me. It was 1994. This is when I discovered my favorite band of all time, Pearl Jam. Because I didn't know the earlier stuff, but when Better Man came on the radio, I'm like, I love this band. Man, this song was so good. Man. Yeah, dude, Better Man she for me. She
2: dreams in color, she dreams in red. Can't find a Better And at first
3: I thought it was Butterman. I'm like, oh, I got to find that Butterman song. Ow. And I would go to the record <laughs> store or the music store at the mall and be like, can I find the Butterman? They're like, what are you talking about? Well, we finally got to it. It's better, man.
0: Wait. Lunchbox?
2: Oh, it's easy. Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> this song was awesome. Yeah. What was that movie? Dangerous, Dangerous Minds. Minds. Yes. And this, you were 96? I went and saw it the night it came out with Kathleen Lauren, Forrest, and then we were just like, wow, that song is so deep.
0: <laughs> you and Kathleen Moore have a thing or what?
2: No, Kathleen, well, she was Catherine. prom queen, yeah. and I was prom king, but we went to
0: the Great Hills Theater. It was a good time. Why do you sound creepy even that? He's like, no, there was no thing, but it was a good good time. time." (laughs) Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's
2: something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah.
0: Hello, Bobby Bones. I've always tried to be a supportive wife of my husband's first love, golf. He plays every other Sunday from May to September along with 3 weekend trips in between. This year's a little different as we have a 3-year-old and I'm currently very pregnant, due August 1st. He has a weekend trip coming up in the middle of July with his brother, which I've known about since April and have agreed to let him go as a last hurrah before the baby. The problem is now that my sister and brother-in-law have decided to come home that same weekend to have their daughters, my goddaughters, baptized. I asked him to come home just one day early to be here for the church service, and he says I'm making him feel like my sister is more important than his brother. I know my family will complain about him essentially choosing golf over his niece's wife's goddaughter's baptism. I see both sides. I'm not sure how hard to push on this. Signed, semi-supportive golf wife. I don't see his side. Don't, don't see his side. There's no side of his to see. He can do 150 million golf trips the rest of his life. How many times does family come in and get baptized? That's a deal. Listen, I love golf. Love it. But it's not like it's a a once-in-a-lifetime trip to go play Augusta. He's going with his brother to Hilton Head Public Muni. I don't know where he's going. But if you have family coming into town and a family member is getting baptized and you've asked him to come home one day early, he needs to put his big boy pants on and come home one day early and be at this. Mm. I think it's a different conversation. I don't know how different, but it's a different conversation if it's like, his dying grandfather and they're playing golf one final time or they've been uh, they're going out to California they're going to play Pebble Beach and they ain't got to do that forever and and even then you can do that anytime. do it next year I hate having to stick up for her in this situation cuz you love golf Yeah cuz somehow my wife gets to clip play it back for me <laughs>
1: Oh yeah for sure Eat your
0: words But some things are just bigger than golf a day playing golf or a trip with your brother playing golf. You can do that anytime. And also, why are you gone in mid-July if your wife's pregnant August 1st? Don't even do that. Yeah. Aside from the baptism, don't Christy. even do that. Yeah, I'll go back in the email a little bit. Just sit this one out, buddy. I know you love golf. Play at home. Lunchbox, remember when your wife was really pregnant? Yeah, well. You went to Vegas. No, 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 Well, yeah. Just
2: follow me here. You went to <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, we had a bachelor party, three-day bender. Last hurrah. Last hurrah with the boys. I mean, drank a ton. Mm-hmm got home next day she went in labor
0: next day perfect next honey. day if it's close if you're a couple weeks out you shouldn't be leaving play golf with your brother at home for a couple of days on this third day you need to go to this baptism that's what i'm saying you can disagree i'll see the lunchbox shaking his head yes
2: i disagree he had something planned before the baptism was planned
0: so they knew i'm not even it's a double whammy it's her being pregnant and almost baby time, and the baptism. Right. He doesn't need to be gone anyway. The baptism, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to be
2: at the baptism. Memories with your brother is more important than seeing some niece or nephew get baptized. (laughs) That, Whatever, there's going to be 50 people there, and no one's going to remember who was there and who was not there. Go make memories with your brother. Your wife gave you permission. You gave him permission a long time ago. Your sister should have planned the baptism another day. I'm team husband.
0: Yeah, I'm not, because if I could listen to that, if it was just a baptism and she wasn't pregnant, about to have a baby in two weeks. And luckily, if
2: she's got family around, if she goes into labor, she's got a lot of helpers. Oh, no, she
0: needs to have him there, just like you probably shouldn't have gone on that trip, too. And you know that.
2: That's a good trip, man. Yeah,
0: yeah but you got back, funny. and you are still a little drunk, and you still had to go. Dude, I was falling asleep during the labor. Yeah. So uh, I'm with you, semi-supportive golf wife. You tell your husband. He's not going to like it, but he doesn't need to go. She, You could go into labor at any point. Play golf at home. You'll let him do that. Heck, go to the baptism and play golf in the evening that day three. Play after the baptism. Get your game in. Just have your brother come to town. That's where it is. I do not. I'm not bending on this one. This is an easy one. Um, you may have a kid early in the evening. He's on like four. It's on some weird hole somewhere <laughs> on an island green. And you got a second kid coming in. All right. I'm on team semi-supportive golf wife. Tell him to come home. If he needs to talk to me, I'm give me a call, all right? All right, that's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email, and we read it on the air.
1: Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag, yeah.
0: Here's a voicemail from Tina in Indiana who, and we're going to hear from Abby later because she performed last night at the airport. But Lunchbox was just giving her the business, and he's like, I can't believe you're going to go perform. You ain't making any money. You ain't that good of a singer. Just giving her the business. Yeah. <laughs> That's what airport singers are, not that good. That's the good thing about them. So here is a voicemail from Tina in Indiana. Go ahead.
1: This is for Lunchbox. At least Abby is getting paid for what she loves to do, whether it be $25 or $50 a night whatever she sings. At least she's getting paid. You have to actually pay to be
3: on the Zoom class with, for acting. I'm pretty sure it's not real. But anyway, good luck,
1: Abby. <laughs>
0: Nice call. Mm-hmm. Got him. Like, our callers will come back hard and
2: strong. Go ahead. What do you mean? Yes, it's called taking lessons. I mean, Abby should take singing lessons. She should probably pay for those to help her singing.
0: Hey, Abby, have you ever taken a singing lesson at all?
1: Oh, man. When I was a kid, I did.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. So she uh, paid. But she did take lessons. Uh-huh. Exactly. And now she's turned that into actually making money, which you haven't done. Okay. Great, Great. comeback. All right, all Abby, right. thank you. Yeah. Got it again. Hey, hey, Abby, by the way. Has she a- thought about
2: taking more lessons?
1: I've thought about
0: it actually. I mean, I you can friends, always improve. Absolutely. I have friends that are um, uh, artists signed to labels and they still take singing lessons. Exactly. So, no shame.
3: Well,
2: that lady, well, you're shaming me for taking acting lessons. No, no, no. Tom no. Hanks takes
0: acting lessons. I don't know that that's true. He <laughs> probably
3: did a long time ago. Secondly,
0: yep. you're the one that started this beef. She's saying Abby is now making money doing what she loves while you're still paying in.
1: Okay.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Abby, Eddie and Scuba Steve have convinced Abby to go on vacation by herself. Yeah. Abby, is that true? They did. <laughs> what yeah. was that conversation like?
3: Well, we talk after the show and Abby was like, you know, I just don't think I'm going to do anything for vacation. And me and Scoob were like, what are you talking about? So we started talking about Key West. And she goes, where? Huh? Key West? Key West. Okay. And she goes, I've never been there before. Dude, we talked it up over and over. And she goes... At the end of our conversation, she was on the computer booking a flight. You booked a
0: flight? You're going to Key West by I yourself? I am. <laughs> Let's go. I've never been, so I can't say, you know, good or not. But what are you going to do?
1: Explore everything. I'm, I've am i been online looking at everything. I booked, like, a cruise deal, like, a, a on a catamaran.
0: Let's go. You know
1: oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah. I, so I've excited. done vacation
0: by myself before.
1: It's and the how best. was
3: it? Oh,
0: boy. Well, I did it because <laughs> I Look. went to work, right? I was finishing one of my books and I thought, well, if I go far away to a place and I don't know anybody, I'll write here and then in the day I'll go and vacate. So when I did and I'd be like, hey, can you take a picture of me? To somebody, and they'd be like, yeah, sure, uh, where's... <laughs> and no, no, just me. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. gotta be awkward. And eventually, yeah, it's awkward. And then eventually <laughs> oh. you're like, I mean, I'm by myself. I'll just stay in my room and watch TV and work. But no. I love that you're able to kind of stretch yourself out a little bit and go do it. I think you'll probably have more fun than I did. I'm a bit more neurotic than you are.
1: I can't believe I did that. (laughs) I'm very easily convinced. And they were just like, oh, you should do it. I'm like, okay. So you're going to, how many days? Uh, Five. (gasps) Wow. Oh, that's too long. Oh, is it too long? That's that's fine. That's fine. I'm a little surprised it's five, but that's okay. We can do this. Wow. You can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think actually it could be very. Three uh, max. Wow.
3: Uh, See, the way I look at it is like, I haven't gone on a vacation by myself in 14 years. I've had uh, four kids, like, married. Man, so vacation for me is like, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to do? And then we decide, all right, we'll go do this. You go by yourself. You're like, what do I feel like doing today? Nothing.
2: But all that's right. your dream because who you're you, experiencing exactly. the opposite.
0: She can do that already right
2: now. And who can she talk to? Nobody. She a- wants to find everyone. a family to go with. She Eddie. might yeah. not
1: need to talk to anybody. For-
0: Abby, it's going to be cool. Uh-huh.
1: But that's what i said when he said that to me i was like but my dreams to go with someone uh-huh.
0: so you switch uh-huh. she goes to your family eddie <laughs> <laughs> I go by you go to key west by yourself <laughs> abby it'll be good it'll be a growth uh, i hope so a time of growth for you
1: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. wow okay wow how's her band going to survive for the next five days <laughs> <laughs> it'll be good.
1: that's
0: true uh we'll get the update on abby and her band and they played at the airport last night coming up in a little bit uh let's take a call from olivia in fort campbell tennessee Olivia, you're on the Bobby Bone Show.
3: I was just curious why you left Matt Kearney off your
1: um, Mount Rushmore list
0: of songs. You're absolutely right, and I'm an idiot, and again, thankful to the callers. But what I was doing was I was listing, and this is just kind of off the top of my head, Caitlin and I's Mount Rushmore of songs through our, our time together, from meeting and dating and getting married and even now, and I left Matt Kearney off, who we went to a Matt Kearney show, and when he played this song right here... Good morning, we'll see That's when Caitlin said she knew she loved me when the song was playing. What was it? And so, and then he played at our engagement when I proposed. And you're right. I just miss swinging a miss, Olivia. I'm glad you called in. That's what I'm here for. Don't worry about it. Well, I appreciate (laughs) that. Hey, so your husband in the military? He is. Yes. Uh, I'm seeing that here. It says he's active military. Uh, Where are? Where's he stationed?
1: We're at Fort Campbell right now. We just moved um, back
3: from Fort Bragg, actually. What
0: up? Well, I would like to, if you would let me, uh, give you a little something here. So I'm going to give you a $500 gift card to Home Depot. How do you feel about that? Oh, my gosh. Feels pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, 500 bucks uh, to the Home Depot. Now, listen, more than 35,000 Home Depot associates and veterans or military spouses are there, and they want to give back to veterans. It's very personal for Home Depot. The Home Depot Foundation has donated more than $400 million to veteran causes. So, what we want to do is get you and your husband 500 bucks to the Home Depot. Will you use this? Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, I'm sure he will have ideas <laughs> that I don't know, but they have a lot of stuff at Home Depot. So, I'm sure we'll... We'll be just fine. That's very kind. I wasn't expecting that, so thank you.
1: Well,
0: you're very welcome. So stay on hold, and we're going to get you this gift card. And tell your husband we said thanks for serving. We appreciate him, and appreciate you, too. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. So she'll go on hold, Ray. Uh, The Home Depot Foundation supports housing initiatives for our nation's combat wounded veterans, veterans in need of critical home repairs, and veterans at risk of homelessness. And together, we're able to help out veterans here on the show. So we proud of that. So thank you very much. It's time for the good news. With
1: Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: Amanda and Paul flew over 4,000 miles from Orlando to get married on an island in Scotland. It sounds fancy, but they had been planning this dream wedding for over two years. So their dream started to crumble a little bit after their plane was diverted to Philadelphia. A detour that led to three days of delays. Man, that's a lot of delay. I've been delayed. Nice. Never three days. But with airports right now and pilots canceling and sick, and so they were stuck in all these airports. So they finally get to this island, 11 p.m. the night before their wedding. they were going to get there four days ahead. at 11 p.m. the night before their wedding, their luggage didn't make it. Luggage is weird because you get shipped all over, they got to get that luggage. And I tell you, whenever I've been moved, I've never got my luggage at the right time so they get there they don't have any luggage so they were like well i guess we have to cancel and then we're going to call the whole wedding off until their wedding photographer said hey hold on a minute the wedding photographer who lived in the town went and said hey do you guys have some clothes do you guys have this 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 gathered everything they needed that morning they showed up with everything clothes cameras everything and so they had from the wedding dress all the way to a kilt set for the people to wear and one of her friends even came and did makeup the the photographer and they had the wedding and then they went to somebody's house for dinner that also said hey you can have our house that's so cool that's pretty cool love it it wasn't even like a neighborhood that knew her right some of these stories are like (laughs) the neighborhood comes together to raise rent for someone they were just just heading over for a wedding and everybody came together and helped it's an awesome story that is what it's all about That was Tell Me Something Good. So according to scientists that have studied many brains over many years, here's a rundown of the ages that you max out at certain things. You can still do them now, but if you wanted to learn this or try this, they have the age where you peak. Learning a new language. Do you know any other languages?
1: Um, Spanish. I took eight years in school.
0: But do you know ¿Un Spanish? Un poquito.
1: So just a little That's bit? That's a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So... When did you feel like you're really nailing the Spanish? What age?
1: Oh, probably s- seventh grade.
0: So 13 maybe or maybe so.
1: some college.
0: Yeah, uh, learning a new language, you're best at that at age seven.
1: Oh, oh wow, that's yeah. why seventh grade <laughs> is my youngest.
0: I tried at 25 to learn Spanish, and I did Rosetta Stone, and I was Amadillo. and I was doing it all. I was like seeing it, and you know, doing the sitch, and uh, then I realized all my friends were Hispanic or Mexican, so I just need to hang out with them more, and that's what I did. <laughs> And that's where I learned more was just being around
1: them. Yeah, immersion.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like sort of immersion. And listen we, to you now. We were still in Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen to well, me now. Well,
1: that's why, I mean, my dad grew up in South Texas, and he was literally fluent, like could have full-blown mm, conversations yeah. in English or Spanish.
0: But I, yeah, I did like well, season two of that thing, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm tapped. I yeah. can't do any more. Uh, the next, attractiveness. When do you feel that you were your best looking? Were? Mm-hmm. What age?
1: Okay, could it, hmm, probably 21, 25. But that's my guess for this study. No, no, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. We're not guessing 40. for I, I'm, I like where I'm going inside and out with age. But
0: that's not what we're talking about inside.
1: Again, <laughs> I said inside, attractiveness. Inside okay. and we're not talking
0: about inside. It's 40. Fo- you're you're going
3: to stay with 40. Yeah. Okay. okay. Eddie, you? Oh, come on, dude. 21, 22. <laughs> like, not now. Absolutely not. This is the worst I've ever been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what Eddie? That's no, dude. not true. Lunchbox,
3: I would say 25
1: Okay uh, Wait, wait, tr- wait What about you? Uh,
3: right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, Bones Hit him. Well, here's the situation here I feel like I'm in As good a shape Really as I've ever been in I'm lucky that I Have all my hair Yes, you are And I'm lucky that I wear Big, dark glasses Because any eye aging You don't see it Covers it all up. Any sort of like the little wrinkles in the side of the eyes. I have great vision. I've been lying to you guys for years. I just wanted to hide it all. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. Probably 33 or 34. I feel good now, like a close second. But 23 years old is when your metabolism is functioning the best. You're in your best shape. So most attractive is at 23. Finding a partner for marriage. What do you think the best age to do that
1: is? 30. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'd say late thirties. I'd say thirty-seven.
1: <laughs> late thirties. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's not fair. You figured bad. everything out. As I You're, got
0: older, I was very thankful. That's right. That I didn't do something stupid and get married before because I never even liked right. anybody. But I could have been like, oh, it's where I come from, everybody gets married quick. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm not
1: saying that it's bad to wait till that age or mm-hmm. not be married at that age at all. It's just I feel like for this study, that will be late.
0: Twenty-six. I think oh, what yeah. they oh, wow. It's rising. Oh, wow. It's rising. Yeah, finding a partner for marriage this is when your career is settled.
1: No, it's not. Settled.
0: Never. Golly, no way. Uh, and you're starting to have a little money saved up. Nope. <laughs> mm. Again. <laughs> Twenty-six. <laughs> Broke. Uh, running a marathon. When did you run your marathon?
1: I was twenty. 20? Twenty. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, Ever, anybody ever run a marathon? I and don't know. I would
1: say that was pretty rough on my body. So,
0: running a marathon <laughs> when your bones are strongest and your endurance is at its best is age 28. Oh. And if you look at the runners, the long distance runners, they're older. Yeah, they are older. Yeah, they're older. Uh, remembering faces. Oh, 18.
1: Uh... 20
0: 32 because you know you put some time in but also 32 is when your memory starts to slightly start declining so peaking at 32 on faces mm. i was watching a story about a guy who has a disease where he can't remember a face he doesn't know the difference in faces wow he cool. can see it and lock in and have it then but as soon as he looks somewhere else it comes back he doesn't remember that face
1: crazy crazy that's mm. i wonder
0: if you have like a sense of like remembering voices then super yeah You're know, like a badass sonar you can yeah. since can't you <laughs> just remember that's what it is it's all voice texture uh, vocabulary When you'll know the most about your particular language Like when you have the most words You say the most words 40 Oh, 50 So you're not there yet So I'm, I'm asking yes, You would I'm have not, to learn Yeah, I'm not, You, you yeah. keep learning This is one where I'm like, what do you think it will be? The older the better, 60 Yeah, 71 Wow mm-hmm. oh, And then that. psychological well-being When you're the most content and satisfied Where do you peak at that? What oh age? my gosh 21, that's not, that's not oh, right now, Eddie. Oh. No, no, probably right before you die, right? 82. Uh, yep.
1: Oh, I was what? gonna say 60.
0: It's 82, and that's higher than the uh, average lifespan in America.
1: Yeah, 78 and a
0: half. I guess you just at 79, you're just like, <laughs> "House money, baby. <laughs> Let's right. go." Eddie, how speaking of that? I just felt a little something from you there. Yeah. How is it going with therapy on BetterHelp?
3: Good, man. Yeah. So we, not a commercial. Hey, woo, woo. not a commercial. Not a commercial. But we've done multiple sessions, and now I brought my wife into it. How cool is that? Like,
1: your own. We were just having thinkers?
3: conversations, and my therapist says, "Hey, would your wife want to join? You know, a couple of these sessions." I said, "I'll ask her. We'll see." She did, and now she's been joining me. She she's gone on two of them with me.
0: That's cool. So Eddie so, just gets on his phone. It's therapy on your phone. Yeah. We have a code, Mike, because this is not a commercial, so I don't know what to tell our listeners. But uh, BetterHelp.com is where you go. I think maybe slash bones if you want like ten percent off. That's usually what it is, but. Yeah, it's great because you can set it up. You, you know, do it on your phone. You don't have to video if you don't want to. You can, but even my therapist, because I have therapy later today, he gives me the option. Hey, if you want to bring your wife in for some of the stuff, you can. Right. I never do.
3: You, do you even ask your wife, or do you just say, Oh, what? Do you ask your wife if she wants to do it, or do you just say, Nah, she probably won't do it. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like that too. I'll never run by. It's an option. <laughs> I was like that too. I'm like he never wants to see you. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Ray Mayer? Yeah, slash bones, and then 10% off first month. Nice. Betterhelp.com slash bones. Uh, you like it. So yeah, I man, I love
3: it. it. Yeah, I mean, we're still going to keep doing it,
0: so it's good. It's just me and a mask.
3: <laughs> man, he sounds and, really familiar. And he's,
0: <laughs> and he's doing therapy with me. He has no idea. I've set it up. This is all one big elaborate <laughs> prank. Oh, uh, It's not, but betterhelp.com slash bones. Uh, that age thing is from Business Insider. I thought that was super interesting. Did you say at this point in your life, your best days are in front of you or behind you? In front of me. And then you did a face like you don't believe it.
1: <laughs> no, I do. No. You, did.
0: you said it, then you didn't believe it. Because it
1: makes me feel bad about the years that are behind me because some of those were good too, but I think that the best days are still to come. Lunchbox?
2: Oh, behind. I mean, listen, I was prom king. I was drinking champion at 21. I partied so hard. And now I'm just like, I- I'm here, and I'm happy, and I'm good. But I mean, you it's You didn't real, have your kids then. I, I know. You but didn't have your wife then. I understand, yeah. but... Life was so fun then. Now it's more like <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you take care of the kids, you wipe their butts, like oh. okay, like it's cool, but it's more about them than it is me. So
0: my best days are behind me. They yeah, were talking about little ages you peaked at a minute ago, but this is just generally better things to come or were the best things already behind you. Eddie? Man, like the days back are were great, but I always had responsibilities. School,
3: work, whatever. I cannot wait to retire and do nothing. So my best days are ahead of me.
0: That's weird that you look forward to retirement. Oh, to me, it's weird.
3: I can't wait to do nothing, I Bones. never want to retire. Yeah, I know. That's the difference between you and me.
0: The difference is, I guess, I really enjoy what I do.
3: Well, no, I I do too, but I want to- I I think
0: you enjoy it for a job. I think for
3: me, when I look at the calendar and there's something on there, I'm like, oh, I got to do that today. Okay. So it messes with my brain. But if I wake up and there's nothing on my calendar and I can go play golf if I want, I cannot wait for that. That stresses me out.
1: Has Eddie been- Have you been setting up your retirement? Like, do you know what age you could stop working? No, no,
3: no, no chance. I don't even know if I have savings. Like, really? (laughs)
0: But for but this I, being a goal you should start yeah.
1: working towards that cuz it doesn't yeah. just magically happen. Yeah
0: cuz just so you, you lit up when you said with the word retirement. Yeah. Dude, I cannot wait. I played golf with an
3: old man the other day and he said he had just started retirement and he was gleaming.
0: The, the problem with retiring is you're old and about to die.
2: Exactly. That's why our best days are behind us, guys. We're closer <laughs> to death. That is, it. The, Bobby just nailed it. Like when you're 21, 22 years old, you are thinking about the next night out, the next, you know, girl at the bar. You're not the thinking about, girl? oh my gosh, I am mortal and I'm going to die.
0: Yeah. When I retire, I don't want to retire, but I'm going to say if I ever retire, I'm going to be like, dang, I'm only retiring because I'm old. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly right. That to me it, is that, freaky. And also, I just love my job so much. I would do it. Well, I don't know about that, but (laughs) so you would say your best days are behind you, too. I wouldn't. I'm a weird one. I think my best days are right now. I think right now is Thrive Time. Mm. And I think I've only got a little bit more right now, and then it starts to probably go down a little bit. Mm. But I feel like right now I'm really kicking time in the butt. You're living it. Then. I got a foot right in the rectum of, of time. Okay, and it's just sitting there, wow. rocking. That's, okay, that's a that's lot. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like the next three or four years, I feel like prime time. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with now. Thirty-eight percent say the best is yet to come. I think it's a pretty positive outlook. Fourteen uh, percent say, oh, one of theirs is right now. I didn't know I was a part of that one. And twenty-seven percent say their best days are behind them. Mm-hmm. So that's from YouGov America. I just, retirement, and you're looking forward to it. I understand the concept of not having to work. I think I would look forward to retiring, though, right now. Like, if you're going to have a dream, yeah. wouldn't it be cool to just retire right now?
3: Oh, yeah, but that's not possible.
0: It sounds like it's going to be possible if you ever retire. <laughs> I don't property, You five. don't even know if you have a savings account. <laughs> <either. laughs> right, right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a voicemail from John in Virginia. I will be 75
2: years old, and on a 29th, I will be a 54-year survivor of thyroid cancer. I'm retired from the military after 22 years, and I worked for the Richmond City Police Department as a civilian for almost 17 years. And I do ballroom dancing as a hobby. <laughs> hey, Bobby, tell everybody hello in the
0: studio. Take care. That is a full life. Yeah, yeah. I love Fought, it. beat cancer, police department for almost 20 years, military and ballroom dancing yes sir <laughs> let's go that's amazing hey john we have your number here in our little database since you called and left a message so i'm gonna call you back i love your story i'm gonna get you a 500 dollars home depot gift card because i think it's pretty cool i think your story all you've been through all you keep and ballroom dancing let's <laughs> that's you a mean, cherry on- that's hard you guys laugh i had to do that crap that's <laughs> if you've never done it it's impossible really hard. So I'm going to get you a $500 Home Depot gift card. Hopefully you can go get yourself some cool stuff there. Make your house a little nicer. You know, from us and Home Depot, more than 35,000 Home Depot associates are veterans or military spouses. So giving back to veterans is personal for the Home Depot. So thank you to Home Depot for that. And John, thank you for the call. Pretty amazing there. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: A mom in North Carolina was cleaning out her basement, and her daughter was nearby. She's super young, and she came across a cassette tape, and the daughter called it Ancient History and thought you had to shake it to make it work. And here's a clip of something the mom recorded. What did you just ask me? It looks like some ancient history storyteller.
3: This is a cassette tape. This is how we used to listen to music music. and how we recorded music from the radio.
0: This is how we saved Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You're dead serious. You don't know what this is.
1: You
3: like
0: pull it or something? No, you have to put it in the cassette player. (laughs) The cassette tape to a kid now is the record to us. Meaning we were like, wait, what? you put this big flat thing on a wreck. You know, it's a weird thing and then it started to come back a little bit when we got older and now cassettes are coming back a little bit now just because they're old for no other reason but yeah cassette tapes are kind of funky looking if you don't know what it is <laughs> Yeah. yeah. alright what else
1: a poll found the top things that annoy us at the office I'll is number one when lunchbox
0: you- farts in the glass room nice that's a good one <laughs> for everyone
1: this, well, no, this is a universal pulse. So yeah, same thing. I, I figured everybody would hate when he does that. Go ahead. So, uh, people not calling out when they are sick. It's funny you call
0: it calling out.
1: Oh, but it's, well,
0: calling they, in. Yeah, it you just depends in. where you are. Same thing like, I'm calling call out sick. And I'm like, I usually call in sick. a different thing? <laughs> Well, they yeah. show
1: up to work when they're sick. That's basically it.
0: I don't like that. You That's ch- a rule here. If you're sick, don't come in. Yeah. Don't don't want you. Don't need you.
1: Uh, gross bathrooms.
0: Okay, we don't have hot water in our bathroom. Yeah, that's not good. And that's gross, so I subscribe to that one.
1: (laughs) People who leave dirty dishes in the sink or the kitchen area, it's like messy. Okay. Office gossip.
0: You know, the thing about the kitchen here is it's not so bad anymore. We're basically the only people left in our building. Mm -hmm. Everybody else moved. Like we're in a building all by ourselves. We're squatting now at this yeah. point.
1: We we really are because we don't even have parking anymore. Nothing.
0: They're doing everything <laughs> to make us move.
1: Construction is happening and it's but so we're loud. not moving. We
0: ain't leaving. Uh, we ain't <laughs> leaving. <laughs>
1: Yesterday I had to ask the workers to take please, pretty please, take a lunch break because I had to record something. They did. You
0: had to go talk to the construction workers. Well,
1: I had I had Tim help me. Okay,
0: well then you didn't. Okay, you <laughs> okay. sent. An, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Office gossip makes the list. Co-workers talking to loudly and then old computers and t- IT issues. All right. <laughs> and then uh, Jimmy Allen, he's hitting the road with Carrie Underwood this fall. So he was asked about his tour rider and he's got some pretty normal things on his list that he wants in his dressing room like Pop-Tarts, sparkling cider, honey graham crackers. But then the unusual request is brand new American Eagle underwear.
0: I get it. I used to request red socks everywhere I went because <laughs> I just wanted I would wear red socks every show. But then I didn't need a new pair everywhere, but sometimes I'd forget them. But if I just requested them, I would never forget them. And then I went home and i have two drawers full of red socks. Still do. I <laughs> have so many pair of red socks.
1: Well, Jimmy told Taste of Country that he likes to wear brand new underwear when he goes out on stage. He said, it's just something that feels mm-hmm. good. I'm going
0: to tell you why that's not a good idea. Straight out of the package, you don't know what sort of uh, bacteria or chemicals are on them because Ooh. they've been in a package. Whoa. I didn't think about that part. Jimmy's like, I get all these underwear, but I have a rash all the like, <laughs> He's like I, can't, I can't explain it. The cool thing about like a Jimmy opening for Carrie or a Dan and Shay opening for Kenny Chesney because those guys aren't really opening acts. They do their own shows. But what's great for them is obviously the venues are bigger. They're playing uh, – Dan and Shay are playing football stadiums. Jimmy's playing arenas. But they're basically making the same money that they make or a little more when they headline. And they actually make a lot more money because they don't have to pay for like what they call backline, the lights, all the trucks to get stuff there. They show up with their band and just play with all the equipment that's already there. So not only are they getting paid the same or a little more, but they're not paying back in because it's very expensive to tour. And so they make, in this situation, a lot more money by not being the headliner. It's awesome. Pretty cool work if you can get it. Yeah. I, I wanted to be Kenny's opener. <laughs> he wouldn't let me have it. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. I'm Amy. That's my pile.
0: That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's
3: time for the good news with
1: producer Eddie. Me something good.
3: So there's a fishing tournament in Clearwater, Florida, and there's a crew that goes to their spot. It's about 100 miles off the coast. They're fishing for a few days, and then the storm comes out of nowhere. They did not expect it. Lightning comes. Boom, boom. It's all over the boat. Finally, one of them. Boom! Hits the boat. Seven members on there. Not one of them got hit, though, luckily, but it struck the engine. There was a minor fire on there. They're like, oh, my gosh, we're stuck out here. We don't know what to do. So they get on the radio. They're like, help, help. Mayday, mayday. We're stuck out here. S.O.S. Do
0: people still say mayday? Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: My husband was going down on a plane. He said mayday. And I was like, that seems so weird. But it's literally what you say. That's mayday. the last
0: resort. What is mayday? mayday
1: means like this. I know is... what it
0: means, but what does it mean? It's- Maybe mayday. our last day. That could be a oh like I know what it means. There's no way that's an immersion. I get
1: it. Sorry, Mayday, Hmm.
0: Mayday.
3: May. It's May
1: my last day. So anyway, finish your
3: story. So May Day. So they yeah, go May Day, May SOS. Day. SOS. Coast Guard is like, we got you loud and clear. We're coming. And they start, I mean, they say that when you're looking for a boat, it's like a needle in a haystack. So they just keep hitting this little button that's like, oh distress, distress, so they can find the exact location. The helicopter finally finds them. They lower down the ropes. Get, they get seven members that are on there all safely in the helicopter. They have to pull recipe. them
0: all up in the rope?
3: Every single one.
0: You know, we went 80 miles off no. the coast
3: whenever I did my
0: Nat Geo show oh my in San gosh. Francisco. And so it's called Breaking Bobby Bones. It's on Disney Plus. And I went with a, a fisherman and it took us forever.
3: Forever. Dude, how crazy is it when you look back and you There's see nothing, nothing, nothing but water. for miles?
0: Yeah, I can't imagine being stuck. And I thought if this boat goes down and have to swim. I don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> you just I, float. I have no yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Well, I'm glad that they're all safe.
3: It doesn't say in the story but now I'm wondering like what do they do with the boat? Just abandon it?
0: No, it's done. It, it sinks. It has to sink. Like they just you leave can the probably boat You could tow out. it back if it's not too damaged. 100 miles. <laughs> it's a long tow. Yeah, so- but there's a lot of boats in so a lot of places. Somebody could grab the boat yeah. and bring it back. Well, what's
2: in. crazy is in the video they're filming themselves on the boat like going through the storm and they film when they get struck by lightning. It goes boom in the Camera drops and everything. And then when they get rescued, the, I, I think I'd really oh, stay yeah, on the boat because they are spinning. Mm, that little thing crazy. is spinning. That, that rope. It's like oh, a swing when it gets too yes. around. Oh. around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that looks awful. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they're all safe. Yes, me too. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7...